Hey folks, it's Jeremy. Just want to let you know that the best way to support the show is by going to duckfeed.tv slash Patreon or also patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and donating some money every month to support the network. You get a lot of cool benefits. If you want to uh, kick some money to charity and get some cool podcasts, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash duckbundle. We have three bundles up there. There's some unique X-Men content. Days of Future Cast slash X-Men content up there. Uh, the most recent one is all of the audio from DuckFest, the first and hopefully not last uh, all live podcast from the DuckFeed crew. So go check that out. Patreon.com slash DuckFeedTV, DuckFeed.TV slash DuckFest. Thanks and enjoy this episode. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast. And Gary, he should watch Atlanta. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> you know what? I, I did start. I don't watch TV, but I started watching The Good Place season three last night. Good for you. That's a good one. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, lo- I love The Good Place. I, I re- realized season three was on Netflix. So yeah. decided to dive in. I'll be done with that in a couple weeks. And then I'll <laughs> move on to, <laughs> to, the, to the stack. To more everything to guppy inside jokes. Um, did you yeah. know that the good place gives you longer episodes on streaming than the episodes that air on TV? I did know that. Pretty, uh, I think pretty... I learned that from you. Oh Jesus! Is that a fact that I've been repeating a lot? And don't even realize it. I, <laughs> I need to shut down that. God damn it! I think, <laughs> I need to shut that down. I think you have to get some new business cards printed. God out. damn it! Yeah, I, I think I think perhaps uh, perhaps you have, but that's okay. I forgive you um, because we were late, uh, largely in part due to me so i will take all the lumps i can okay we missed an episode That's lay it a- on me fam hey look we did a live episode the day that our episode was out like we spent eight hours like being entertaining in front of people i think that gives us a little bit of a pass i like to i like to think so i like to think so as um well. text pass to <laughs> Paul Ross. <laughs> um, yeah uh yeah so this is uh we're, we're back finally because i was able to watch the Deadpool 2 again. Yes. And this is the beginning of our kind of mini season on it. We're going to do two episodes because it's a very long movie and very dense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really excited. I was happy to rewatch it. I watched it only a couple months ago. I saw it when it came out in the theaters. Uh, I've seen it several times now and I like it. It's really it's good. Great. It's a really solid yeah. superhero movie. And uh, it's like just full of really funny jokes. And uh, it's so I think we said this about Deadpool one as well. Like there's he throws so many jokes at the screen at one time, you can kind of pick and choose the ones that like work with you and that are mm-hmm. funny. And generally what that means is every time you rewatch the movie, you pick up on at least one new thing that you didn't notice in the past. Because um, there's so much stuff that they do. Like there's just so many just, you know, off the cuff, behind the scenes, whatever you want to call it, jokes that are that are just really funny and really good. And yeah. This time around, uh, it's full of great side characters and T.J. Miller. So it's it's yeah, just, yeah. it's a solid movie. <laughs> the uh, you know that so like like we should address that because that guy sucks. 
uh, TJ Miller is total, totally horrible. I'm sure we talked about this when we did Deadpool one we did. as well. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the thing that I'm going to say, and I can't remember if I said this, uh, during there. I don't think he's bad in this movie. I want to, I want to think that he's horrible. Like I, I want him to be a bad performer as well as being a bad person. And I can't like, I'm not, I'm glad he's gone. I don't think he should get work. You know, I think he's fine in this movie watching this again. I was like, no, this guy, he has a couple lines. I thought made me laugh and, or, you know, that made me laugh. I thought were pretty funny. And I think he's actually matches the character pretty well. Gary, I want you to look at me and realize that I am all of your dreams come true because I cannot stand his stick in this movie. Like I thought it was like <laughs> okay in the first one, but like there's two times where he does his, well, this is like a grapefruit on an ant's ass routine. Uh, and it, I, I think both of them are very bad and, and not, not good at all. The, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think he's pretty funny in the torture scene, like the, the pre torture scene. Yeah, that, that one's funny. good. That, that's actually, that's actually okay. You know, and funny. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm like front to back. I love him in this movie. I just, I, I think, I think he's, he's all right, you know, but I'm, I'm fine with him not coming back. Yeah. That's great. Don't give that fucker work. And apparently that was a specific thing. Like Ryan Reynolds was like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to have this dude back. Yeah. He's not coming back. Shit, so, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. The, uh, one of the, the, this is pretty different from the first one. Uh, one, because you mentioned the, the supporting cast, right? So like, uh, the supporting cast in this is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, having all these extra characters makes the movie better. Um, and then also, uh, the jokes, I think, more of the jokes that work for me are these uh like kind of meta jokes like like it feels like this is between Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 Deadpool watched all the MC MCU movies oh yeah absolutely uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> and all <laughs> like, and all of the other X-Men movies and like you know Logan and all of that other stuff like there's so many good X-Men jokes that happen throughout this yeah yep yep the uh yeah so the uh, uh that has made a big difference in me thinking it is it is funny mm-hmm. you know um, all that stuff I think is actually generally really good. Like looking at, you know? uh, you know, Josh Brolin, who's plays cable and saying, you know, Hey, just step back a minute. Thanos is a really yeah. good joke. Like that's, that's just that's funny that, to me. That's just yeah. real fucking funny. And like, you're, you're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC, DC universe? Like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, that, so that, like, <laughs> made, like laugh out loud. Like I was in the theater and like cackled out loud and it was still funny the third time I've seen it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? And, um, and yeah. like some powers and some, some side characters with powers that you don't think would really work, uh, like Domino ends up being literally the highlight of the movie. And, oh my God. Yeah. And Domino like, is a, such a seal steam sealer. The, the reason uh, why I, I like to watch this movie over and over again is just to watch Domino yeah. because she's so yeah. great. So. Uh, Domino's amazing. And the, there's like a thing where the, you know, the director was a pro is like somebody asked about a spinoff and he's like, I don't see why not. And that would be awesome. Yeah. You know, there's no, we're, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're watching this. There's been no announcement about a third movie. We, if that's going to happen, we don't know anything about it. Um, there was like an interstitial kind of remake of this re-edit of it, but there's no news on a, on a third movie, even though this sets up a new kind of s- scenario, you know, yeah. for there to be a third new, like a new kind of team. And like Josh Brolin had been signed for a three or four movie deal on this. Four movies. Yeah. yeah. Four movies. And, and basically it said like, this is the introduction of cable, but like, this is, this is going to be a long-term thing. And then between that and now, you know, Disney bought everything. <laughs> Like my, mm-hmm, yeah. my, 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 my mortgage is owned by Disney now. <laughs> yeah, I write Disney, yeah. my mortgage check. Uh, yeah. definitely not some surreal corporate futuristic hellscape. Um, but because of that, like the, we don't really know what the rights to Deadpool is. I've seen like a, an article or two where they're like, Oh no, we're going to keep Deadpool. Let Deadpool be Deadpool. And like, maybe we'll have him cameo in the MCU, but literally nothing is confirmed. Marvel had their big Disney thing where they talked about phase four and the Eternals and all this other stuff. And Deadpool was not mentioned a single time. Yeah. So, uh, I don't expect, I would really not expect Disney to allow them to release another one of these. And if they do like 
count your fucking lucky stars because it's probably going to be the last one. Like, I don't see yeah. three more Deadpool movies happening under the Disney umbrella at this point. I don't even know if I need three more either. I think like a nice trilogy. Sure. You know, yeah. a, mm-hmm. a, a nice kind of thing would, would be uh, would be really good, you know, for this. Um, this is this is a side note, but just because we haven't had a chance to talk about it because we haven't been recording very much. Did you see the uh, rumors going around that uh, the new Mutants movie? They're attempting to recut it to make it n- not reference the X-Men at all. <laughs> like they're taking it and trying to make no mutants, no uh, established X-Men characters, like rename wow. everything to be a traditional horror movie that they can just make about super po- like new superpower properties. That is amazing. Like if they pull that off, like the amount of ADR and like, and actually they probably won't even be able to do ADR because they're not going to get a lot of those actors and actresses back to, yeah, to do that. No. stuff. So like, it's just going <laughs> to no. be like a 77 minute movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what that would even look like. I, Jesus. What it, the ideal arc to me is that comes out, it's a disaster. And then at comic cons, like a, a, work cut of the original version leaks sure yeah and then you know you, you know you can watch that and see what would have been but like what a disaster <laughs> like how fucking like sad is that and it sucks because i wanted to see that it looked good you know? like it like yeah as, it as, cool. as good as one of those can look like having Arya stark uh played um wolfsbane and the the girl mm-hmm. from the witch and i just watched the witch recently and was pretty into it was kind of very confused by it by my feelings by it, i should say but like was into the main girl that acted in it and um her as a main character was seems super awesome as well. Like I was really into it. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like that, that movie is, is real weird. All of this X-Men shit and the MCU, like, I just don't know what's going to happen with any of it. Like all of this stuff is focused around the Avengers and their kind of side pieces. And like, there's been no X-Men announcements whatsoever. So I don't, I don't know what to think about the X-Men stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the future of the X-Men holds. Yeah. Luckily we still have some past and we also have other MCU stuff we can talk about eventually. Oh yeah. You know, if we if we decide to, like we're not gonna run out uh anytime on here. Um let us uh let us get into it. Do it. Um this episode seventy seven of our podcast, are you the first of two partners on Deadpool two? Um after losing Vanessa, uh the love of his life, the fourth wall breaking mercenary Wade Wilson, aka Deadpool, must assemble a team and protect a young, full figured mutant <laughs> Russell. <laughs> uh <laughs> russell collins aka Firefist, from cable a no-nonsense dangerous cyborg from the mm. future and must also learn the most important lesson of all to be part of a family again i love that uh imdb allows its users to like have because i just realized that like i copied this and it was written by like a ahmet kozan like that's not like yeah. an official why not just, <laughs> just get guy. it from the fucking movie company imdb I like, what, are you, what are you yeah. doing here I don't um, know. So yeah, that was that was on me for getting some some fan ass <laughs> summary that talks about Cable being a cyborg, no, no. which is not true. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's a cyborg. He's got the metal arm. He's a cyborg. I mean, a, a cyborg is like literally. Okay, let's not get into this. Yeah, like, no, Android is completely. It's a robot. land bridge. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a landroid, not a skydroid. <laughs> <laughs> um when i was recording with cole recently and he found uh somebody on a game facts who referred to uh, a female android as a gynoid what which is technically <laughs> correct but makes you sound like a fucking ferengi what <laughs> like a gynoid? yeah because and a gynoid because an android is like androgen like it is it is the male it's like a male robot uh specifically but everyone just uses it as a gender neutral term and gynoid is the technical correct term but you should never say it because it makes you sound like a grot like a redditor so oh boy do you want to get into uh the urban dictionary for god <laughs> <laughs> no 
Nerp. I think I think it would be safe to assume that you can't have a godnoid without a vagina. <laughs> Vaginoid. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So this uh, this opens up with a uh, Deadpool. Uh, he's created a custom Logan toy. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that plays uh, all the stuff with Logan is really good because this came out after the movie Logan, mm-hmm. uh, which Deadpool's clearly seen. Um, he's smoking and he is killing himself. Like he opens up the gas uh, stove. Uh, he looks at a picture of his girlfriend to kind of suggest what's happening, lays on a bunch of canisters of gas, throws a cigarette into the air and explodes. Yeah. And his head flies at the camera uh, and says, fuck Wolverine. <laughs> Great way to start so, a movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His, his, his uh, completely rational hatred for Wolverine is very funny throughout this thing. It's very good. Um, yeah. But we need to figure out what's been going on. So we go back to six weeks ago where he's listening to DMX and we get a bunch of killing montages and man, like it's weird in a post John wick post the raid kind of world, like these action scenes still hold up for the most part. Like Mm -hmm. some of it seems a little stilted, but for the most part, it's super entertaining and fun. Just him mowing down a bunch of gangsters with guns and swords is a, and making like, you know, lightning fast, you know, quips during the whole thing. It's so good. Yeah. Quips and katanas and stuff. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of um, background detail that happens in the action scenes mm-hmm. um especially this intro portion of it where something is happening in the background like a little bit of action uh pop up and then uh you know but it's not the focus um well you said uh post john wick world mm-hmm. um this guy is i think let me see if that is true this is the director of john wick or one of the directors the uncredited somebody who worked on john wick Oh, interesting. Because so, there's a joke in this about like John Wick three, but the original director or something somewhere in this movie. So I was, yeah. I was okay. That makes a little bit more sense. So so he is he's it's, it shows it shows he's an uncredited director. So he helped uh, Chad uh, Stahelski uh, work on that. So Chad Chad yeah, Stahelski. Stahelski. Oh Chad, never yeah. met a good dude named Chad in my entire life. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, he, he gets shot a bunch of times and then like pretends to be dead. And then of course pops up and, and roast a bunch of these candies gangsters while Dolly Parton kicks in and does and sing a nine to five. Uh, something that yep. I think that I've kind of got tired of in this movie on my third or fourth watch now is just the sheer amount of pop music that's meant to be, Oh, look how wacky this music choice is. Yeah. It, yeah. It very much works here. There's going to be times and I'll call them out when it comes up, like where I'm like, did we really need like 35 seconds of, you know, India right they, here they, or whatever? They, they do the dubstep joke twice. Yes. Yeah. That's a uh, really good and, example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, the, the joke that Deadpool has terrible taste in music, not that Dolly Parton is bad, but that he has, you know, tip, you know, non edgy taste in music mm-hmm. is 100% overused. Like, I agree. The first time I watched it, I was fine with it. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's just like um, after a certain point, you're like, like, who's picking this? And, and like, oh, you're picking yeah. this strictly because it's a, it's a popular song that most people would know that's not played on the radio much anymore. Like, right? Like, that's the, that's the, yeah. You want to go for those forgotten hits. Like, Wait, <laughs> now that's what I call in, forgotten hits, volume 10. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I used to call. That's what, <laughs> but it's also, uh, that's what my grandpa can't call. The, um, there's also the incongruousness, right? Cause it's yes. like, you just expect, uh, somebody like this to have edgy taste. And they, his like pure taste in media is, mm-hmm. is like a, a running joke. Um, it just may be done a little bit too much. Um, there's a part where he kills a bunch of mobsters uh, in Sicily where he pops out of a casket. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a, he says, do not go in there. Yep. Or something like that, which I think is just like to come out of a casket is very funny to me. I sure. don't know. Yeah. Anytime it happens in a horror movie, I'll just kind of start chuckling. I'm like, that would be so yeah. weird if that happened in front yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, pretty good. 
uh, he is, uh, moves to, uh, where, where he's at a, a strip club where he's, he's dressed as a stripper. Uh, this look, weird gambit thing. He throws a card. Yeah. Why he's throwing a card. Um, and I like, then, I like uh, that he's, uh, that he kills all these rednecks wearing high heels. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, very, good. Very, very cool. And very hard to do. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in this, uh, Japanese bathhouse fighting these, uh, half naked men. Um, and this again, like people are just getting their heads cut off, like in the background, like all of this stuff, like, you know, again, tons of background violence. There's a, there's a moment in here. There's a few moments in here that I think are really funny. Like he cuts this dude's one dude's arms off and then like during the fight, like kind of bows to him respectively. And I'm like, yeah. what, what are you doing there? Deadpool? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, it is there's the choreographed scene where, really well. It, it is. Yeah. Cause the camera is doing like the matrix circle around everything that's happening. And I just like, it's one of those things of like, if you don't know how movies are made and you don't watch behind the scene shots, like you just look at this and are like, how the fuck did they do this? Like what possible way could you make any of this stuff like happen at all? Um, which is where I'm at. Like, I don't watch any of that shit. Computers. Yeah. I know it's just computers, yes. but like, it's not like I can throw a Dell at, at, yeah. at Ryan Reynolds and get something out of it. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't throw a Dell anywhere. Not just because of her specifically, but you can't throw any singers. The, um, da, da, da. Da, da, da. um, so he, he does a timeout cause he gets blood in his eye, which is very funny. Very, very funny. Uh, and everyone goes along with that, you know? Um, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, gets out through this and we get to the, the inciting incident where, uh, you have a, a drug factory, which is about right. Like, you know, this is a warehouse, uh, and stuff and people, you know, people are dying in the background again, all this background, uh, thing. And he starts talking to the audience and being like, Hey, I bet you you're glad you left the kids at home. Like left them with a babysitter who's getting high as hell. You fucked up bad babysitter. But actually this is a family movie. It's not a, uh, a violence, you know, violent movie, uh, here. Um, good, good little man on fire in the background yeah, joke as well. I do like that he calls it out. He's like, that dude is actually on fire. That's not CGI. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just very funny. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, <laughs> uh, and his target, the, uh, the gangster he has to kill, the Russian gangster hides himself in a safe room. Yeah. And, uh, it's a bunch of goons show up behind him. And so Deadpool can't get to this dude. And then we cut to Deadpool being chased down the, an alleyway, uh, by all of these goons. And he jumps into Dopinder's car. Uh, Dopinder was mm -hmm. the taxi driver from the first movie. He's listening to a bunch of like self-help tapes of like, you have the confidence, you can do whatever. And uh, and they drive off and they have like this really funny conversation where Dopinder confesses like, I just want something to fill my soul. And and Deadpool like treats this very seriously. It's like, you know, you always surprise me. Like, that's a very nice thing to say. Da -da 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 -da. He's like, I want to become a contract killer. <laughs> like, wait, excuse yeah. me? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Um, and he references interview with a vampire mm -hmm. uh, in detail in greater detail than you might expect. And <laughs> if I had not just seen interview with a vampire, uh, it would not have landed quite as well. I want but, some uh, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he talked about the baby vampire and the idea of him being a va baby vampire to Deadpool's main vampire is cute. Yeah, somebody somebody um, has drawn that somewhere. Like that's fan art yeah. that exists. I hope. Yeah, mm. super cute. Um, the uh, so he gets out of the taxi, um, and uh, you know. Get, tells Depender to, to, to grab his dreams by the dick tip and make it rain. Uh, go for it. And then gets home uh, to his girlfriend. These are all characters we met in the first one. Yes. Uh, his girlfriend, Vanessa. Um, and they kind of go through a routine. You get the sense that, like, they've probably gone through this several times. You know, every time he comes back, he makes a bunch of excuses. You know, it's like a running joke that they have. Yeah, increasingly bad excuses that of like, yeah. oh, well, I had to help a bunch of handicapable kids. Or I had to save a cat. Or uh, I had diarrhea. Like, uh, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Uh, but it doesn't matter because they're super happy together and it's their anniversary. So they exchange gifts 
He gives her a ski ball token from their first date, which we saw in the very first movie. And then uh, she mm-hmm. gives him her IUD, uh, which is her, you know, pregnancy prevention device. So it is time to have some kids. This, yep. this Vanessa uh, Wade sex stuff should not work for me as well as it does. But she's like, you need to slam some babies in me. And he's like, I'll go get the yeah. strap on, like, and all that stuff. But it's yeah. really funny for some reason. I don't. I, I don't. A lot of it, I think this is a weird thing, too, because I was interrogating the same thing because they're not the kind of jokes I tend to like, you know? Um, my reputation for being prudish on, on stuff is like only half fake. Um, but there, I think it's all in the, 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 the actress who plays Vanessa's performance. Like there's like a part where he's just like, I'm going to go grab the strap on so we can make a super baby. And she goes, well, that's not how it works. We can try. Okay. And she says it like, she's explaining it to like a kid, Yeah, you know, who's like, okay, well we can see, you can get one toy if we stop. Uh, and it just like, it, it is a weirdly like all of the the pathos in these movies kind of works for me like this feels like a lived in and loving relationship yeah absolutely uh, and how fucked up is that like i mean that that's why the the sex stuff works is because it just feels like they do a pretty good job of selling it the the two the actor and the actress have chemistry uh and the writing feels like i love it in a in a, a movie or a tv show when they show a relationship or a romantic relationship and you get the sense that the two people in it make each other laugh mhm because that's so rare in media for some reason, but it's such an important part of an actual relationship. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Uh, and, and you get that in this, like they just like try to make each other laugh. Like they're they're They goof around with each other because they like each other and it's fun. It's not just like, you know, this could have been way worse where they show up and she's just like, it's finally time time to give you an air yeah (laughs) it's so fucking awkward and bad yeah Yeah. and and, and there also could have been like the sex scene right like we don't because it's an r-rated movie they could have had her like take off her shirt or whatever and they don't do any of that and that's where um i get a little prudish about shit like when i'm covering it on podcasts is like i don't want to watch two people have fake sex like it hardly is ever sexy to me it never it never gives me the the and i just i just don't care about it It just seems awkward and bad fade to black and there's a moment like talking about that relationship uh, later on after after Vanessa dies, we Deadpool is explaining to someone else like I loved her, I loved her more than anything, and more importantly, I liked her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's that's such a huge thing in a relationship because I, I have weird family, and like there's definitely been times where hey, I love my sister to death, but like I don't want to hang out with that chick. Like I don't like her very much. Like I would do anything for her, but she's not my friend. If that makes sense. And like that's so important in a relationship to actually enjoy somebody's company and let's yeah i guess that is why all of this stuff lands as well as it does for me so yeah me i totally agreed i love that like more importantly i liked our line mm-hmm. like that's so good yeah um so uh, like later they they've done the deed we miss it which is great they're watching les mis oh uh, let me correct that because it's uh yentl it's not les mis so I, I, oh yeah 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 it's uh yeah they're watching uh yentl because that comes back later. <laughs> i don't want the yentl i don't want twitter what is twitter yentl yeah, yentl, called? <laughs> you pissed off yentl twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh guys, I'm really pissed off Yentl. There's like that one tweet where it's like you you tweet uh you know who the hell buys a lizard and then ten minutes later, uh oh I pissed off lizard Twitter. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like such a such a real fucking thing. Like um so they're watching Yentl. Mm-hmm. Talking about baby names. Uh and there's there's a little uh you know, an arc word or whatever they would call it, uh in the in the thing where she said, you know, he talks about not wanting to be his father. And she says, like, children give us a chance to be better than we are. Yes. Uh, which is a, a theme, mm-hmm. you know, for the movie. Probably the most important theme in this, like, outside of all of yeah. the jokes and everything. Like, the, the whole thing with family is the biggest thing. I love this, um, 
like there's there's a small running gag about the, naming the child Todd as if it was just shared. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and yeah. she like gets on top of him and looks very seriously in his eyes. We will never name our child Todd. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then like you know he talks about Star Wars and having consensual sex with your sister. And he's she's like that didn't happen. That was an Empire. And I'm like yes. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Boy, if you're going to sneak he, behind my back and talk and, and type, like you really need to get a different keyboard. <laughs> no, no, I'm not sneaking, dude. There's no sneaking. The uh... <laughs> clack, 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 clack. He'll never hear this. Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> sneaking. <laughs> yeah, um, I was just trying, trying to type it. In. I was doing it for the listeners. I'm trying to hide from you. Um, the uh, yeah, I should get a, a quiet keyboard. I should get some silencers, like a T-shirt I lay over it to. <laughs> that has a keyboard printed on it. Um, okay, so um, he's getting uh, Deadpool's getting up to get make dessert, which is a toaster pastry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hears like just for a second, he's just like, mm, you know, something's wrong. Um, and these goons from the the Russian mob who he uh, chased in the panic room bust out and start shooting. Um, and he starts uh, fighting them. He's fighting them with a knife block, getting you know taking them all down. The last guy gets up and shoots. He throws a cream cheese spreader at him, which causes him to dodge and shoot uh, his girlfriend instead of him. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, again, I think this is really well set up. It's got a little bit of guilt piece. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's guilty because he brought them to the house regardless, but it's also guilty because he did the actual action. It was like his personal failure in that moment that caused him to hit. And there's this real intense scene as uh, like he, you know, holds Vanessa and realizes that she's dead. And then the guy that shot her just like runs away from the apartment and Deadpool like jumps out of the window, like lands on top of a car and starts stalking this dude like he's the Terminator. That's actually kind of scary. Like Deadpool, like the the makeup they do for Ryan Reynolds. I know I think I joked last time that like he doesn't look very ugly. Like he just looks like Ryan Reynolds. Like, oh, you're a handsome guy that doesn't have any skin anymore. Like like, you still look like you have good (laughs) muscles under there. Right. Like you don't have a fucked up nose, Ryan Reynolds. But um, yeah, him in the makeup in the rain outside of the suit, like just wearing normal clothes running and screaming with rage is actually kind of frightening. Like I was surprised at how much well, yeah. that affected me. I mean, again, like this, it, it is better acted than it has any right to be. Yeah, like exactly. I, I, I hate yeah. liking Ryan Reynolds, but I do. And it, it's, it's a real existential crisis uh, here. <laughs> um, so he, he chases the guys trying to get away. He can't get away. He crashes into a car. Uh, Deadpool knocks him out, uh, picks him up, like holds it, like embraces him for a moment, like hugs him and then steps them both in front of a truck. Yeah. Uh, to kill the guy, he knows he won't die, of course. And then we jump into um, the credits, uh, which yeah. it, um, has a couple of good good gags in it. Like it's it's scored to from the uh, from the, direct, the the studio that killed Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah produced so, by. Yeah. Did you just kill her? Yeah, <laughs> what just happened? Like all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. and that's that. Those are good, like kind of meta bits. This is all scored to um, "Ashes" by Celine Dion, which. I hadn't listened to a Celine Dion song in years and I just forgot how hard she goes on her R's. Like she's real, <laughs> like, like you don't ever want this girl to say like, she's never going to be able to rap, right? Cause she's never going to go. She, she's Cause she's going to put the hard R in and she's a white lady and she doesn't need to do that. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yep. 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 Um, it cuts to uh, him uh, in a bar. He's not in costume. He's just there playing with the ski ball token. Talking about how, do you want to build a snowman from frozen? Sounds like Papa. Can you hear me from Yentl? which apparently is a Ryan Reynolds original observation. Uh, and you get the... <laughs> Tell us about the Good Place streaming episodes, Ryan. We're shut up about it. The, um, uh, and then, uh, you know, TJ Miller pops up, and he, so it's implying that he has been there forever. Depender works at the bar now. 
uh, and Deadpool has just been hanging out forever. Yeah, getting super wasted and, and just being a general like depressing dude because that's what he is. I mean, he, his yeah. girlfriend just died, and he was, he's believes himself to be at least partly responsible for it. Yeah, um, he moans totally a mess. He uh, yeah. he literally starts pissing at the bar at some point, and like, yeah, this, yeah, this bearded dude is like, "Do you know what fine means, Wade? It means fucked up, irrational, needy, yeah. emotionally unstable." Emotional. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he also this is this is great too because this is an extra from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I believe it was," and he like kind of looks down, and then Ryan Reynolds feeds him the line, <laughs> uh, and then he says it, and he's like, "You're no more speaking parts for you. Why did we think you could step up?" And again, it's just like real standard like spaceballs esque fourth wall breaking things but i think it for me part of why it works is just the contrast between like this actually being a pretty sad scene uh and this just weird you know he's still aware that he's an actor in a movie Mm -hmm. you know at all times even while like it's a real strange movie in that respect and that just that's not a new trick i'm not saying i'm not attributing deadpool with figuring that out i just think that it does it pretty well you know it made me laugh Absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it straddles the line between like having that pathos that we talked about and also being completely irreverent at the same time. And that shouldn't work at all, especially when you have like costumed villains and guns and swords and all this other stuff happening. But they do a, like and all credit to Ryan Reynolds for like carrying the weight of this movie on his back for, for the most part. Like he he kills every scene he's in. Like he looks real sad and then he makes a line like, why did we give you any more lines? And it works. And that's fucking bonkers mm-hmm. to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to Blind Al, another supporting character uh, there, because he, he said later he's, like, hiding his stash of coke. And in the first movie, he's like, yeah, I keep it right next to the cure for blindness. Uh, but here that pays off as he opens up a floorboard and finds his stash of coke next to the cure for blindness. I love the, because, um, the, like, it's the it's a real bad old joke, but, like, I love the smell of coke, get it, kind of thing. But, like, he's con- yeah, yeah. like he picks up this bag of cocaine and just sniffs it. Like, doesn't snort yeah. it, but, like, is just sniffing yeah. the outside of the bag. And I don't know why that's so funny to me, Gary, but it just works. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, so he, they, there's, again, some kind of exposition. He's talking about his emotional state uh, with her, and she doesn't let him off the hook because uh, she's blind Al. Um, you know, Bassy uh, says, you know, can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. Uh, basically you know, a little harsh um but you know for the situation he's been in uh but she gives him the advice she says you can't really live until you die and this sets him on his path to kill himself yeah so um he decides that he's going to do something terrible uh which is kill himself and he's going to try by first by killing himself via polar bear uh which does not work and then he mm-hmm. chugs a bunch of drano and jumps off of a tall building and that doesn't work and then we're back to the beginning of the movie where he's uh laying down on a bunch of barrels of gasoline smoking and being mad about wolverine um, yeah but this time when it explodes he gets jumped to i guess I, I call this the afterlife essentially just for like in the notes like i just i don't know what you would really call this i guess this is like god not god but like his heaven or whatever it's heaven yeah, yeah, which is his shitty apartment with, like, Vanessa hanging out, except that he can't reach her. Like, there's this barrier there, and she says, oh, hey, your heart is not in the right place yet. And then he gets, like, ejected back into his body, where he is then pieced together by Colossus. And Colossus yeah. is now in the movie, because Colossus rules. <laughs> yeah, Colossus is really good in this, and all the stuff at the mansion is very funny to me. Absolutely. Um, yep. Um, the... Uh, we cut to, we get a little bit of information on the Essex house. So making weirdly enough, this being the follow-up from, uh, X-Men, uh, three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, from, uh, from apocalypse where I have that Essex briefcase. That's these guys. Um, which is, uh, really clearly a uh, gay conversion therapy. 
right? Like th- this is this is a bunch oh, yeah. of kids being tortured into not being the thing that they are anymore. And <laughs> by this crazy bigot. Props to Deadpool uh, for refreshing the metaphor and then also like calling out how bad the original metaphor is in the movie at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a little weird too cuz I I think that some of the, like some of the jokes about calling out the X-Men as a dated metaphor for that kind of like it's it's a weird perspective it's kind of like having its cake and eating it too you know because like all those metaphors for this actually stand up pretty well in this movie because of this yeah this gay conversion thing and i and i had a, a moment about that where i was like why like this is kind of a funny line but why are you making fun of that you know i guess in the it's not, in not the, bad or anything it's you know yeah they specifically call excuse me they specifically call it out as a as a dated metaphor for racism and not homophobia which is always yeah felt like to me so maybe there is a difference there but yeah you're you're absolutely right of like why are you making fun of the thing and also doing the thing at the same time but well and also why are you making fun of the thing like i don't think that's a bad thing about x-men like it's it's a cliche it's been going on a long time but i didn't you know did i I miss the time when x-men got canceled Yes. You know, and like it's, it's now it's problematic that it was ever a metaphor for racism. Like, is that bad? You missed all of the what times that it should have been canceled over the years. <laughs> like, yeah. with all of the terrible <laughs> the storylines. Apocalypse. Yeah. The Last Stand. I, I just don't, you know, uh, I just was like, oh, I don't, I don't know what the perspective is on that. Um, I think it is just an excuse to make a joke, really. Um, this uh, headmaster. And because also, again, uh, one of the things that I, I loved about this movie I saw in the theater is I was like, oh, like, this is a movie for X Men fans way more than the first one is. The first one is like a, a movie for you know, movie fans. Like mm-hmm. that is just kind of a fun, quippy movie with Ryan Reynolds. This is full of X-Men shit. And the fact that this is Essex house means that like, Oh, like this is a bigot trying to do this conversion therapy, but you fucking know that he's sucking out DNA for Mr. Sinister. Yeah. And stuff like this is not, you know, this is a front for a deeper thing. So if they do a third movie, like Mr. Sinister has to be the villain, right? Oh, I would assume like, so. Yeah. He, they, they could make him work in this universe with this kind of silliness. And this would also, that would like, also give like cable something to do, right? Because you know, he's mentions oh, yeah. in this movie that hope is his daughter. Like there's a bunch of shit to tie in there. Totally. Summer's DNA shit. Yeah. And like, I think that that would be really, really great. And they, they lay the track for it. So hopefully that's what, what they're doing. Um, you know, so the, the headmaster who is this uh, bigot, uh, he, he has his catchphrase here. Like blessed are the wicked who are healed by my hand. Uh, as he introduces this kid who goes in this, this sad room with these other kids. Yeah. And um, this is going to be the, the primary uh, kind of plot fulcrum here. Um, and we switch over to Deadpool moping on the couch. He's been there for three days. And Colossus is like, no, you need something to do. We're going to train you to be an X-Man. Which is, you know, classic Colossus, right? Like this is, yeah. he's, he's such a good old boy that he, he, not a good old boy. He's such a good boy that he's just like, yes, you know, training will set you right. <laughs> Wait, we will, yeah. we will help you. We are the X-Men. I, I love Colossus so much in this movie. Like, I love that characterization of him. Like, it's not very comics accurate. Like, the comics version of Colossus is much darker than this. But it is, uh, it is just really, like, a really great foil. Yeah. You know? Um, So then uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead shows up. The other supporting member from the uh, cast. A character who was killed in Genosha. uh, (laughs) Who I think uh, survived for two panels uh, in the actual comics. But has made her way into the, the, the movie continuity. But is but it's so good, like that that her yeah. her flat, very kind of antagonistic style works well with Wade. Except this time she has a mm-hmm. girlfriend, uh, Yukio. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we get near enough of Yukio and Negasonic Teenage Warhead in this movie. Yeah, like, I, I could do with like four more scenes, and also like a team up scene with with Domino at the same time. Like, give me all they, of that. It they're they're both there to provide two running jokes. Yeah, right. Like so so the the, the high Wade, you know that 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 thing works for me. I think that's funny uh, with Yukio. Um, and then the other running joke is just uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Deadpool's like antagonism. Mm-hmm. Both those things work for me. Uh, they are real minor characters. Like this, this movie, like we talk about the expanded cast, like it is on the verge of being overstuffed. 
you know, I think they actually do a really good job of giving everybody at least something worthwhile mm-hmm. to do. Uh, these, I would agree that these characters probably get released. <coughs> Panisher. <coughs> Shatterstar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Like, I fucking love that. Um, the, uh, like, it's one of my favorite things that a movie has done, basically. Um, I love that joke. Um, but yeah, I would agree they don't get quite enough. Um, and there's this whole bit, too. There's a very funny running kind of joke that just appeals to my sensibilities of, somebody uh, appearing to be bigoted and not being bigoted mm-hmm. you know so when when she shows up deadpool's like what gross you know and they're and uh negasonic teenage warhead is like oh you homophobe and he's like i'm not homophobic why would anyone date you uh you know <laughs> really good and line the, the, yeah like the uh the running joke with cable like the the end i mean this is jumping ahead to the next episode so you guys won't hear it for two weeks but the end scene where he's doing his ending monologue, he tells Cable to start judging people by the content of their character. And not the color of their skin. Uh, skin. I fucking, I like was rolling. Like, I think that's very funny. And he's, you know, just the, the, uh, I don't know why that like treating somebody like they're bigoted when they're not bigoted is so funny to me. It works so but well. But God, it like, it, like yeah, works really well in this. It's so a really good. good joke. Um, and cause he killed black Tom Cassidy. And that, that is also very funny. Yeah, All <laughs> like, of the black Tom jokes all, in this yeah, are God, super funny. It's really good. Like, I don't really, really remember his name. Threat. I just I just remember he was Af- African American. <laughs> He's a black guy. Yeah, just like, what's your power? Cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um. So Colossus lays down some ground rules. He's the first one of which is no killing, no matter no matter what. Yeah. Um. And the second thing is you have to label all your food in the fridge, which is another kind of miniature running joke that's going to pay off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um. But Wade has already confiscated Xavier's <laughs> wheelchair so and is just cruising through the X Mansion, like knocking shit over. And it was like, where the fuck is everybody? And uh, eventually uh, Colossus gets fed up and like grabs him and throws him down the hallway. And Wade like pops up and he's like, look, my movie made a fucking ton of money and you can't even give me one <laughs> X Man? Like, what the hell? And like yeah. from the side, we get the, the cameo, which apparently was filmed during Dark Phoenix of like, every single cast member of that movie like in a room like and they have to run over and close the door yeah close the door and like they're trying to be quiet so he doesn't notice that they're there (laughs) uh very very funny funny. weird weird little bit of trivia sophie turner's not in that scene um and a lot of people were like when they found out it was shot on the cast uh, you know on the set of dark phoenix they're like oh that means dark phoenix definitely dies you know they were like oh this is the hint that uh gene gray dies during that movie Oh, well, which is internet, internet sleuths. You fucked it up again. Yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you for basing <laughs> the, the, the climax of a two and a half hour movie based on a 30, se- like not even a, like a two second yeah, cameo, of, a two second a, cameo a joke. Movie. Um, so Deadpool and Colossus kind of have it out here where uh, Deadpool says like, you know, it's bothered me that one of the assholes that killed Vanessa got away. And Colossus says, well, we can track him down. We can bring him to justice. And Deadpool's like, no, that's it's I'm the asshole. I'm the one that let him get away and eventually they, they like come together and do this big hug and of course deadpool being deadpool like can't help but like groped colossus's ass and the, i don't uh, know i love again, all of the sexual jokes between him and colossus they're so good i don't know reason. why that works for me either yeah, like the dude. undercurrent that he's attracted to colossus just works for me and i get that that's like a semi-problematic you know the the idea that two men can be attracted to each other being a joke is not best practices i just kind of think it works and i i, I lit it off the hook like i'm gonna give it the blind spot you yeah. know, mm-hmm. uh, and not feel that bad about it. Um, next, we get introduced to Cable, and I'm not, you know, far be it from me to tell you how to edit a thing, but the best music in this movie is from the Cable scenes. Dude, I think I have it in here, like, where some dope-ass music plays. Like, whenever Dude. that, like, whatever yeah. that noise is when he's, like, jacking in, like, I'm like, whoa, it's I just so need that good. in my life <laughs> at all times, please. Yeah.
it's so good. I mean, it's so uh, they they talk about this. The director talked about how they purposely shot all the cable stuff like Terminator. Yeah, and the music is kind of like Terminator Two, uh, or Terminator as well. Um, and yeah, Terminator, we, like, Terminator Two was Guns and Roses. Two, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so you could be mine, uh, <laughs> but you're way out of line. Um, the uh, but can we just take take a second and talk about how well realized Cable is in this movie? Um, he's perfect. He's so like, good. This is, this is mm-hmm. perfect. Like, you know, the Colossus that's in this movie, I don't think would fit into a regular X-Men movie. Like, it's too goofy. He's not very comic accurate. This cable is perfect. Like, and I remember when I saw the the, tra- the trailers or when they announced that they were doing Deadpool 2, they did, like, the posters and stuff. They're like, yeah, we got cable. And I, and I was just like, oh, man, like, cable is a weird supporting character for Deadpool in the comics. Like, they had a comic that ran together for a long time. Which is really good. Uh, and, like, I, I, yeah. I, I, will, I will go to bat for that comic. That was some really cool stuff that they were doing back then. Yeah, I've heard that's awesome. Like, I've read some of it, like, where it tied into some crossovers that I'd read. But um, I was just like, I wonder how they're going to do that. And I was very skeptical of it, uh, of just how it would fit in and as far as tone, because the cable that I knew was not as compatible with this. And the trick they do is they don't make him compatible with it. Like, cable is really weirdly the straight man in this movie. Like, he's, you know, he eventually, he becomes the butt of some jokes and has, says a couple of funny things at a certain point. But him being the villain for most of the movie, like the scary thing that the goofiness around him butts up against, yeah, uh, is pretty brilliant, I think. Um, and as just somebody who is a fan of the the character, um, seeing him realized on the screen was just like really, really fun. You know, not just not just in terms of character, but also visually, like it looks perfect. I'd argue that the times that he kind of like breaks into doing jokes too is some of my least favorite scenes with him in the movie. Like the, that, that mm. car scene where he's like, I'm going to skull fuck you into a time clock or whatever. I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, okay <laughs> dude, calm, calm the fuck down cable. Like you're corny yeah. as shit right now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but even even but, though like the joke that is him being stuck in this car, I think is pretty funny. It's good. Yeah. It's like yeah, what, what a torturous thing for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with, with that crew, like it's what a miserable experience for cable. But I want to, yeah. I want to, I want to go, I want to agree with everything you said. Like the, visually he looks great. Like we meet him and he's kind of in this obvious, like they do the purple light to show that it's an X-Men future time. It's bad, right? Like that's how yeah. you know shit's bad. Yeah. 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 Um, but like he's over two dead corpses that are obviously his family. Like, and it's just, it's got so much fucking angst in it. And, and like the two panels, right? Like that's exactly what yeah. you expect from cable. The eye comes off fucking perfect throughout the movie, yeah. which I was really surprised about. Cause that's such a yep. exaggerated, uh, car cartoon effect in the in the comics that i was like how the fuck are like are they just gonna do the the joss not is it, no, the jj abrams like i flare like the, like he did every two seconds yeah, in star trek yeah. right but no they don't yeah. do that like they just make it kind of subtle and there at all times which i think is really cool and yeah like from the moment that like he walks up and like throws off his like cloak or whatever and like reaches down and ha- he has like a branded I, I looked up the brand of watch that they'd use for this it was like an actual brand i'm sure it's some fucking ad money or whatever but like he does the time clock thing time device and it just looks fucking great the music comes in and i'm like yep. fucking cable man this is yeah, great yeah, yeah. how did you how did it, you do this it's the coolest cable that's ever been and having him start off with you know his family here and everything and this is really obvious and they're going to do things with it later but contrasting this with deadpool right like both of them are on the same basic quest uh, here and just showing the two different ways that you could do it. Like you, you know, you have Deadpool who's like very uh, self-aware and kind of having fun, even when he's like as depressed as possible and he tries suicide and stuff. And then you have a very similar dark situation and a very different character approach to it. Yeah. You know, really, really works. Um, 
I can't, I can't, he, I can't like pour enough goodness on this. Like I can't say enough yeah, good yeah. things about this, especially like for most of the movie, he is fucking great. There's only a couple of times, and I've I've already mentioned one of them where I'm like, eh, not great. But in, still, in a movie it's without good. Domino, he would be the the best thing about it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you cuts to he does a Terminator thing. He's coming back to a random place in time where two rednecks are. You know, mm-hmm. similar to Terminator Two, uh, going to the bar. Whatever. One of which is Matt Damon. Um, they're talking about toilet paper and whether toilet paper is effective. This apparently is like a Matt Damon party thing that he likes to say at parties. Oh, I've read this was this was a Ryan Reynolds thing, and he like propositioned oh. Matt Damon on t- on doing a bit for it. He was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, there's also some weird thing where Matt Damon is credited by the name of the guy that he pretends to be in the talented Mr. Ripley. Like just a weird trivia bit. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, the other guy is a uh, uh, Wash from uh, Firefly, I think. Oh, really? So, oh, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I, didn't, I didn't pick that pick up on that. Um, yeah, so he shows up. He's like, what year is it? Uh, they they don't respond, you know, and then he just tases them both and takes their truck. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it has a big old pair of truck nuts on it. Um, oh, that's Alan Tudyk, really, is the other guy in this? I, th- I think so. Awesome. I mean, you could, you could double check it, but I'm pretty sure it's Alan Tudyk. I love Alan Tudyk so much, man. He's, he's yeah. so fucking good at Doom Patrol. Anyway, he's, um, yeah. this is one of the times where like... And he's got two dicks. And he's so, got like, two dicks. Yeah, that's the other cool thing about him. Yeah. Um, th- this is one of the times where uh, they were playing. Sorry, you really distracted me with two dicks. Then I had to picture him with two dicks and like peeing with two dicks. And I'm like, is it really cool? It like had that whole like thing. Peeing with a, two dicks would be extremely difficult. There's terrible. that Reddit. There's that like ask me anything uh, thing or a guy with two dicks. Yeah, it was on like Reddit a few years ago, and it's like, hey, you know. It all sounds good and fun up until the urine part. It never, ever you know? sounds good and fun to me, Gary, to be honest with you. Like, it's, <laughs> when are you going to meet a chick with two vaginas? Like, your soulmate is, is like, like it's few. You're going to read about her on fucking Reddit is what you're going to do. Like, how did you guys yeah. meet? Oh, well. Another Reddit romance. <laughs> oh, we were both doing AMAs about our double genitals, and we decided to. Uh, <laughs> like, me, 25M, <laughs> searching for you, 25 or younger F, 2V. 2XV. 2XD. 2xv <laughs> sounds like a goddamn uh, chess game um but yeah this is one right. of the times like throughout the back of the background of this they're playing um pina colada like the do you want a pina colada and i'm just like do we need yeah. this like because this isn't like it doesn't have anything to do with deadpool it's just like oh here's some rednecks let's put a jimmy buffett song in i guess and i just I, yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of i get pop music i get like popular song weary yeah, in, these, yeah. in these kind of movies sometimes yeah it sucks like it's a big thing in movies where like and and it, it can be worse. Like this is there's different flavors of it. This is like the irony flavor, you know, where it's just supposed to be Cable's this big scary guy and he's in this truck with this kind of the song that you wouldn't associate with him. Uh, and that's what they do with Deadpool as well. There's like two flavors of it. There's like irony flavor and then there's on the nose flavor. Yeah, where somebody just does a, a song that just says the lyrics as to what's happening. Yeah, you know, like uh, and that kind of stuff. That's also fairly irritating to me. Really on the nose pop music cues are pretty. Pretty, pretty bad yeah um yeah. cable robs a military surplus store and puts a bunch of stuff yep. in the back of the truck including an electric guitar which i don't know if that's a reference to something or what but that was just seemed like a weird scene cut um mm-hmm. and then we cut back over to the mansion where colossus is doing like burpees on the fucking front yeah. lawn of the x mansion <laughs> and it just cracks me up i don't i don't know why like colossus yeah. like you have metal <laughs> muscles like do you really have to work out like <laughs> like if you stopped working out would you would we have beer belly like colossus like i'm gonna turn to steel but i'm still gonna have this big old belly in front of me like is it the fucking mm-hmm. thor from the avengers in game scene like I, I, mm-hmm. yeah it just mm-hmm. cracks me up anyway um 
but the big thing of this is Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, is is very skeptical about Deadpool's apparent complete turnaround and rebirth as a very nice person as he's, you know, changing everybody's labels on their food from uh, masking tape to Velcro because it's re- more readable and sticks better. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man, like it's it, <laughs> all of this is very cute. And, you know, Yukio is yeah. there. They both have matching. I'm with her coffee mugs. I, I just love mm-hmm. that so much. Like all of this is very, very funny. Mm hmm. Um, so he's, Deadpool starts talking about how he's changed, uh, and then, you know, then leaves, uh, flips off, like a Sonic Teenage Warhead. We cut over to the orphanage, where the bad guy is giving a speech about how, you know, children should not be entrusted with this power, like powers are bad. And tortures the, uh, the new kid, the plus, the, the full-figured. The full-figured new, new kid, yeah. I so, do, I do like that this kid is, like, up to the last, basically, thumb, thumb in this dude's eye, like, suck my mutant dick, you four-eyed fuck. Like, I just love <laughs> yeah, that this yeah. guy is not pulling any punches at all. Yeah, it's a good like kids swearing is a, a trick that uh, doesn't always work on me. Like I get annoyed by it sometimes. I think this kid does it really well. Uh, a lot of it is the accent, I think. Yeah, I'll eventually watch that uh, whatever movie just came out. Hunt for the Wilder People or whatever. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh. The, 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 but oh. the three kids that are are just like they just cuss a lot or whatever. Like it's a Seth. Oh, Rogen the, movie. the yeah. Yeah, bad, bad eighth grade or whatever. Bad kids yeah, or yeah. bad boys or little little men. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. it's all of this. <laughs> It's yeah. the live by repeat, repeat of kids cussing movies. They just keep <laughs> tiny, renaming tiny it. Boys. Yeah, little tiny Seth Rogans. Um, Seth's Rogan. Um, back at the mansion, Colossus comes in and says, hey, you know, you need to come on a mission with us. He's like, I'm not ready. He's like, no, you're ready. He throws him a shirt that says trainee on it, which Perfect. is just like, again, why did the X-Men have that? It's very I love funny. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and uh, the kid, the new kid, has actually broken out. He's had an incident. He's out on the front lawn blowing shit up. I love this. He and, is. Um, I love yeah. that, like, we see this view of the, like, the, like, the perspective of a newscast, right? Of, like, oh, shit, there's a bit of mutant incident. And, like, and then like, the X-Jet shows up, the Blackbird shows up. And they, like, it's not exactly the X-Men music, but it's so fucking close to what you would hear in an X-Men movie is in this scene that I'm, like, what a yeah. good pick. Like, what a good job of yeah, aping yeah. something that you just, because it feels very, it feels like an X-Men movie all of a sudden. Because they're landing and they're taking care of a mutant problem. Like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, th- so they uh, land there with the uh, the trainee shirt. There's a uh, one of the running good running jokes with with uh, with Negasonic Teenage Warhead. It's gonna be like X Men are here, and she just yells trainee uh, every single time it happens, which I love. It's so good, yeah. Um, this is where the uh, the data metaphor line mm-hmm. comes in. Um, and uh, this kid, uh, you know, is he? What Deadpool wants to talk to him, you know, because Deadpool likes kids. That's a thing. Um, you know, and he's uh, he's like, you know, one more step, and Justin Bieber gets it. Uh, to Negasonic Teenage Warhead. It's funny. Um, and the kid uh, says, you know, he wants to use his mutant name, Firefist. Um, this is, uh, his name is Russell, is mm-hmm. his real name. This isn't quite a character from the comics, but it's very similar to Rusty Collins. Okay. Uh, who is Skids' boyfriend. Speaking uh, of Duckfest. Speaking of Duckfest, yeah. Boy, yeah, Rus- yeah, Rusty Collins, first... is that a sex Is that a sex act or, or just a like bad it? drink? <laughs> Which it's one is a, it? It totally sounds like it. Yeah, the Rusty, I'm going to drink a yeah, Rusty Collins. It's like it's like a Tom Collins with a bunch of liquid smoke. Yeah, it's red uh, Tom <laughs> Collins is what that is. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, very similar to a, a comic character, but does not map on directly. Interesting. Um, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, they... they uh, Deadpool like laughs at his name. Uh, it's getting it's escalating. Deadpool draws his guns, um, and uh, somebody yells out like, "Hey, you know what was that first rule?" Uh, he's like, well, "Rules are meant to be broken." Like, that's the exact opposite of what rules are made for. Colossus <laughs> like, saying yeah. that is so funny. That's the, yeah. like from the background too because he got yeah. blasted. Like that's the exact yeah. opposite of what the rules are for. Like it's just very yeah. funny to me. Um, yeah. yeah. 
and uh, Deadpool continues to try to bond with this kid of like, hey, I grew up at a shitty place too, but you can't let that get to you. You have to be better than that. And eventually the kid just blasts him into a room um, where there, this kid who looks almost exactly like the kid from X-Men 2 who's changing channels with his eyes. And I can't imagine it's oh. the same dude. Yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> weird. Guy. They, they put him into a de-aging chamber. Yeah. So he wouldn't age between now and X-Men 2. <laughs> It'd be fucking weird. But it, He's a bonsai kid. Like I don't know why. Like It just reminded me of that dude so much. Um, yeah, yeah, he looks like him. But Deadpool yeah. picks up this dude's cereal box and then like, signs it. Of course, it's a Logan cereal box, which like the fact yeah. that the idea of Wolverine being, I don't know, just very funny. Um. Yeah, he and Deadpool like jumps back out and like does the hero jump, and it's like, oh fuck, that hurts. That's so terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good, uh, very good callback to the first one too, where that happened. Yeah, uh, he gets sick of uh, you know of the situation, throws one of his swords to knock the kid out with the hilt of the sword. Yeah, um, and then immediately uh, the military dudes show up. They put a power dampening collar on Russell. He's like, hey, what's that? Like it stops him from using his powers. Russell wakes up and says, like, hey, don't bring me back to the house. Take me to the ice box. Uh, and Deadpool's like, you don't want to go to the icebox kid. He's like, yeah, I do. Like, do not put me back in that house. Also, when and Deadpool this is- sees the mutant dampening collar, he's like, that would have been useful in the first act of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. And I, I just, I love this, uh, this character moment, right? Like the, the idea that Deadpool uh, is this non, you know, this, this context sensitive principles that he has where like, it matters like what this kid is going back to. It's not, you know, the X-Men would have just gone home. You know, hey, we, you know, law and order reigns right mm-hmm. and it's not a very flattering view of the x-men right like you sent me a slack dm where you're like this movie is just there are just chill you know prisons for mutant children and the x-men are just okay with it yeah and like that's totally true it's fucked up it doesn't make any sense <laughs> and like but the, con- the fact that domino yeah. has to rescue all these kids at the end of the movie is fucking nuts to me man it's like, super like weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid it's so bad yeah, yeah. where are you at cyclops this is where you grow up as well um but the uh you know, I love this in contrast to Deadpool. So Deadpool's like, hey, this is actually probably not right. He asks, like, hey, Russell, those guys, you know, hurt you. And he's like, yeah, he's like, that one over there? You know, the, uh, was it Jared Kushner or was it the, uh, was it that one? And he just kind of nods, like, it's all of them uh, there. And he, and he stands up and he's like, you know, there's only four or five moments that define whether you're a hero. Uh, and then just shoot, starts opening fire on the, the, the perverts, on the bigots. Yeah. Um, and I love the four or five moment speech because obviously it's a direct yeah. thing from the first Deadpool where Colossus tells them like, you're not a hero all the time. Like people think that, but it's only yeah. four or five moments. Um, I like that. Like, you know, when he starts uh, opening fire, Colossus runs over and tackles him. And like, there's this conversation of like, we don't kill. And he's like, I fight for what's right. I, I don't, you know, fuck the rules. Like this kid was being yeah. abused. And I'm, I'm like, I don't care if it's right that I can't shoot that dude. I'm going to shoot that dude in the head. Like, and that's, you know, it's the difference between it's a it's it's a very like the, X Men don't want to kill anybody because Xavier has this weird like hypocritical like oath thing or whatever but mm-hmm. like it's very much a like Colossus why are you tackling this dude when you should be like getting all of these fucking kids out of here like they're obviously being yeah. tortured and like the fact that you don't care about that kind of invalidates your I, you shouldn't kill anybody routine like it's very much a oh someone please think of the children and you know it's 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 just it's just it's the fucking Democratic Party Gary I hate to say it, that, it, but it's, 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 it's a Colossus is a neo neoliberal exactly the, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it it's a what it it's he's naive right like i don't think he knows the kids are being tortured and is like yes i am okay with that i think he's just naive as hell you know sure. he doesn't mm-hmm. it's law and order like if thing you know oh the authorities have it you know they take care of it yeah and just, uh, they have not 
and, and and like no capacity to like understand like oh that dude that kid's being abused maybe I should do that instead maybe I should check on that instead of tackling this guy that's trying to shoot people yeah. which also you yeah. should probably like not shoot people I get that but um, no I love this, I love that he refers to the uh, the Jared Kushner guy as the guy with the secret sex lips <laughs> secret sex lips is a really good description for that guy's face secret sex lips sounds it just is an extremely good any phrase right like yeah. it's just it just works on a lot of different levels thousand percent uh, into it uh, so he gets Deadpool gets arrested Colossus knocks him out. Uh, both him and the kid are, are brought to the ice box and they're put in the same cell and uh, Deadpool has the power dampening collar on him. So he can't heal and his cancer is advanced. Yes. So he's like throwing up. He's get, he gets like beat up by the guards. He's feeling it Yeah. Uh, at this point. And this is when you get like the kind of buddy stuff with him and Russell, which I really love. Like Russell is great in this, like who immediately is like adapting to prison. Like, you know, uh, we just have to find the biggest guy in here and take him down and like all of this stuff, like talking about all these prison rules he's learned from TV absolutely um, yeah like he's he's yeah. definitely like a tv gangster right like he's just he's he's yeah. listened to a lot of tupac who he, i think he actually specifically name checks uh later in the movie but like he's listened to a lot of gangster rap he's watched a lot of shit he's watched a lot of cribs like he knows how he's supposed to act right like he's just he's just he's ready um even to the point of sneaking like something that he can make a shiv out of in through into the hot into the prison pocket. into his prison wallet <laughs> just his prison course. wallet somebody oh. i played a uh, D with a guy uh once who used to call that his human pocket that's like not, hiding something in this human pocket. That's so gross. It's it's really gross. It also makes me imagine like a half human, half pocket hybrid uh, as my cat, which is really fucked up as well. Like the I mean, human pocket, I also don't care for. My mind went there as well, but like I'm still picturing like a pocket is something that you can put stuff into very easily and get it out very easily. Yeah. And like nobody has ever anyway. That's the main thing a pocket does. Yeah. It's, it's it right um, like it's just a convenient yeah. place to hold thing and that's like the opposite of that right like that's the most yeah, yeah, inconvenient place to hold a thing it's very inconvenient um russell is he wants always wanted to be a superhero and one of the but they don't make plus size superhero outfits which i love that as a thing like yeah. the actors done interviews where he talked about this he's like yeah it was super cool to play a character with superpowers and like got to do superhero shit because i'm a little fat kid mm-hmm. and i'm like Man, i was a little fat kid there's no you know as, as, a, as a kid who is like you know Oh, maybe someday I'll get to play Doctor Octopus. You know, like you never get to actually. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they're not looking for people like me to be to be your uh, your Wolverines or whatever. So it was it was I related to it as a little kid who was also a fat kid. Yeah, yeah, I can so, definitely see that. Yeah, yeah I saw a lot yeah. of like positive things on Twitter when this movie came out of being like, oh, that's 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 such a cool thing to see a kid that's not like completely fucking shredded at thirteen to like play this. Yeah, role. yeah, yeah, totally. Um, they they you mentioned like finding the biggest dude in the prison and like there's they they look down to the maximum security section and like deadpool looks at the camera and is like that's a bit of foreshadowing um, yeah and then um he, deadpool is like hey you shouldn't do that because i can't protect you like i'm like my, my powers aren't working so i can't do anything for you like <clears throat> i'm so weak you could give me a bow and arrow and i'd, I'd be basically <laughs> hawkeye <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that's a good joke god damn <laughs> brutal uh very good um you know and and you know the the cutover gag is uh russell you know getting out his shiv and like you know deadpool like i can hear you rummaging in there (laughs) Um, (laughs) so uh and then we cut over to cable who is in a hotel room again terminator music it's awesome Mm -hmm. uh repairing his guns like going into like super repair mode to make a super gun and also seems to be like uh, assembling multiple guns into one super gun, which I and like yeah, putting a like dial on it and the dial goes to fucking yeah. 11. It's so fucking yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. Very funny. Uh, and but the big thing is he saw a news report about this and, and yeah. sees uh, the fight between Deadpool and Russell. And of course, like the misdirect here is you think he's here to uh, kill Deadpool. Yes. Um, we cut back to the icebox where they're having the lunchroom scene and uh, Black, Black Tom shows up. 
Uh, and again, this is just like, what a great use of like, a, like we've, we've talked about before, I think in these movies, how they'll take characters that are kind of cool in the comics and they'll just make them a throwaway and kill them mm -hmm. in the movies, you know, like, uh, and, but this is black Tom Cassidy is the level that I want to have thrown away, uh, at this because they just get so many good jokes out of him. We never see his power or anything, you know, black, black Tom Cassidy has a magic shillelagh, uh, like a magic stick and eventually can control plants. And that's, uh, that's black Tom Cassidy, but here he's just kind of like a jerk, yeah. you know, and that, and that, that works perfect. And we never see, like, we're, we're in a, a prison full of mutants with, you know, power dampening collars on. So we never see any like cool mutant powers, which is actually fine because this dude is just a yeah. jerk. And like, they just make fun of his name constantly. Like Deadpool's yeah. what's your power cultural appropriation. <laughs> it's just, very, I love it so much. Oh dude, yeah. it's so, so good. And like, um, yeah, so this, this is the typical, like, oh, we're going to beat you up because you're new in the prison. Um, the the interesting thing here is that Deadpool is like, okay, like, I don't want any part of this. But Russell is the one that stands up and is like, I'm going to fuck these dudes up and immediately just yeah, gets yeah. punched the fuck out. Like, it's not something yeah, you, would, you would normally see in these movies. And it's, it's, yeah. And it's very funny. Like, Russell just going hardcore, like, I'm going to stab this dude with my toothbrush shiv and it's getting punched in the face by a grown ass man. Yeah. It's really funny to me. Well, it's also like makes you like Russell, right? Like you have to like Russell because otherwise Cable has a point. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, and Russell's very likable in this. Like he's really funny. Um, the two the shiv falls on Deadpool's plate, and he's just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get hepatitis now. <laughs> like, uh, you know, which is which is good little callback. We never get to forget where the shiv came from. No. Um, and they all get uh, Deadpool gets the shit beat out of him. Um, they both get they all get put back on their cell, and Russell's like, yeah, you know, that fight was that was awesome. Uh, and Deadpool is just like, I can't, I cannot protect you. You need to make friends with somebody who's not me. I don't have my powers. My only power is, he says, uh, th that's not the way this ends. The way this ends is with me dying of cancer and you winning softest mouth award. And, Oof. uh, which is, Oof. you know, a, a dark joke. Um, we go to cable. Cable has now assaulted the prison. He blows a hole through the wall, uh, blows up the security deck, throws like a little flash grenade in. He's doing his all his cool technology. I love it. Uh, I love it. You know? like, I love it too. It's just straight yeah. up Terminator shit. Like, and I, I, I love that stuff. Like he's just, and he's just burning through it. We get like, as he's walking through, he's fighting all of these like security guards and just breaking mm -hmm. their arms left and right. And like every single time he moves that, that arm, it like makes a little worrying noise. Like an arm. Oh yeah. man. It's so fucking good. Just like a small yeah, yeah. detail that really works. It. Like, they probably spent yeah. like, dozens of hours getting that sound right and it's hugely appreciated over here if you're listening to this yeah, this yeah. mr sound designer on deadpool too it's really good um so he finds a cell he's looking for it's wade so you're like okay shit he has to go back and get deadpool um he uh he blows up the cell that deadpool was in uh deadpool again of course assumes it's for him mm -hmm. you know of course like we all do uh makes another you know fourth wall you know what did i do to piss off a grumpy old fucker with a winter soldier arm very good uh again love him watching those movies just picturing uh, like they, him and vanessa just curled up on the couch watching all the mcu and like deadpool just getting super mad about everything yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's super good uh you know they run away cable's chasing them and it turns out he's like i'm not looking for you and he he goes towards russell uh and this kind of activates wade's you know those four or five moments or whatever like his hero thing he's like he starts to protect the kid yeah you know um, getting in his way and Deadpool is not powered or anything. He's just knows how to fight, uh, but he's like very much outmatched. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's pretty much getting his ass kicked until, uh, Russell kind of runs over and stabs cable in the butt with his shiv, which is very, very funny. Uh, and we'll come up later too, when they're all making plans. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it gives, you know, Deadpool enough time and Russell enough time to run away from cable. Uh, and eventually cable kind of corners Russell into this like uh, cell and, 
Deadpool like jumps off from above and like tackles Cable off this this ledge, and then Cable lands on the ground and kind of rolls. But Deadpool lands on this table and like breaks his back and like you you can almost see the splat on screen. Like this if this was into this if if this was into the Deadpool verse, which Sony please make that movie for me. (laughs) Um, But if this was like that, you would see the splat in giant neon letters when this happens. Yeah, yeah. This 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 is absolutely you know brutal. Uh, as a thing like he would be gibbed if this is quake um but it breaks his collar we get to see that mm-hmm. uh cable continues to chase russell uh but deadpool is like oh my powers are back gets back up and uh hits cable with this iron bar and starts fighting him uh, knocking his gun out which he grabs sees the little dial on it and is delighted by this uh <laughs> cranks it up to eight and shoots cable yeah um and this is a really good fight with a lot of good quips uh in it as well Absolutely. Yeah. This, yeah. this whole scene is, is really great. Like everything in this prison, anytime they do this, cause they did this in Deadpool one uh, a little bit, like where they lead him into the little, whatever to, they called it to get his powers or whatever. And it's, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this when we covered it, like it was one of the low points of the movie, like just nothing really good happened there. Um, and I was worried that that would happen here too, but like, this is super exciting. Like there's shit blowing up everywhere. Everybody's fighting everyone in the background. Like it's super well choreographed. Like it's just fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really fun. Good dialogue in this as well. Cable introduces himself. He's from, like, the future. You know, I'm, I'm from the future. We does three questions. They're all pop culture questions, of course. Yeah, will you know. Dopinder find love? I think it's the best Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the, which I love with Cable knowing that. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, the last one, he's like, you know, is dubstep still a thing? Which is setting something up. Uh, he's fucking up Deadpool and Deadpool's arm keeps getting broken and he's using it as like a, a garrote to strangle cable. Yeah. Like it's absolutely super brutal. Uh, and he's just teasing him the whole time. This is where, you know, again, maybe my favorite line in the movie where it's like, you're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? Uh, very funny. The pre wonder woman pre, or at least pre Aquaman where the DC universe is supposed to have gotten fun again. Um, and then, uh, he eventually kicks into overdrive. He's like, yeah, and I, you know, uh, cable says dubstep is for pussies. And he goes, I, I fucking love dubstep. And then they play a bunch of dubstep. Yeah. They play like the dubspit, <laughs> dubspit song, dubstep, dubstep song. Yeah. Like this is the, this is yeah. bangerang by Skrillex, right? Like this is yeah. like, if you put on like a Garth Brooks song and you'd say, oh, that's country music. Like this is, this is yeah. dubstep music. This is the guy, um, yeah. which I find very funny just because like they picked the one, like they just picked the one song and they play it over and over I just again. really wish they didn't do the joke twice. It's, yeah, it's the second so time crazy not, to me that they do it a second time. Yeah. You know, this first time it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, again, good fights and stuff, but Cable is clearly has the upper hand, um, you know, and he steals the, uh, he's like, why are you protecting the kid? And uh, Deadpool says, I don't care. Give a shit about the kid. Uh, the kid's there and watches. This is that like, go on, Lassie. I don't care about you. Go on, Nymeria. You know, we, you know, go on. I don't care uh, to him, uh, which ends up having like huge effects. Mm-hmm. Um, Dead, uh, Cable steals the, the pinball token or the uh, ski ball token says, I need something to remember you by. Uh, and, uh, Wade, I can't remember what he says exactly. He's like something like, um, yeah, me too. Uh, but he had pulled a grenade yeah. on his, uh, his outfit, blowing them both out of this like sky cell, yeah. uh, out onto, uh, I guess the ice box is in, uh, Antarctica, which I should have figured out from the name. Well, but I mean, it, you never know. It could, it could have been yeah. ironic. There's a lot of irony yeah. floating around in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's also a name for a jail. The, the, um, the ice box <laughs> is at the top of, um, <laughs> Shit. No. I can't remember the thing, the place in Dark Souls 2 that everybody gets mad at. I haven't played Dark no. Souls 2 in long enough. At the top of the, the, the Iron mountain. Keep. Iron Keep. Yeah, that's exactly uh, yeah, right. the t- yeah. Um, Harvest Valley goes to the icebox. 
the the kid Russell like goes back like having heard this and like being a little upset about his friend Wade saying this bad thing goes in and like tries to surrender and just gets the shit beat out of him by the guards which is super sad yeah yeah meanwhile um, Wade and, and uh Cable are just like tumbling down this mountain and Wade hits his head on a rock and like splats his head open and of course like I think he makes a joke about this being rock bottom and he goes back to the afterlife where Vanessa is waiting for him mm-hmm yeah um, and, uh, he's just like, okay, I, surely I'm dead. Yeah. And she's like, no, your heart's not, you know, I can't get it. Your heart's not in the right place. And, uh, she mentioned something about kids. Uh, she says something like kids give us a chance to, to be better than we are. And he's like, oh no, I have to protect that kid. Uh, and this goat takes him back into his body. He pops out of a frozen lake and we enter into basically the second half of the movie. And, uh, while listening to this podcast, you will, we are ending this episode now. Yes. We're going to be back in two weeks. Uh, to cover the rest of the movie. Um, and yeah, man, like I, I remember being in the movie theater at this part and just being super excited because it's seeing the trailers that a, a new X-Force was coming and I'm like, this is about to happen. Like we're about to X-Force yeah. and I can't fucking wait to X-Force in this movie. Like I was so excited because it had been so good up to now and was just super excited. And like, I guess, you know, it's a small spoiler for the next podcast. It's still fucking great. Like they do such a good job with the second half of this movie. I, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. It's a, it's an awesome subversion. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like this show, you can go to patreoncom slash duck TV and kick us a couple extra dollars a month. Yeah. Um, at the $10 premium episode, there are a couple of bonus, uh, days of future cast episodes that pop out. We talked about the Spider-Man DLC, um, among some other things. Um, you also get episodes early. You get access to the Slack. You get a bunch of cool stuff. Yes. So I would appreciate a, it. Uh, this is, or what? Sorry. I was going to say a fire hose of content. Is that your, oh, is yeah. that your fingertips? You said, you said a fire hose and I, I it sounded like you went, Hey, and <laughs> hey I was like, fire what hose. What did I do? <laughs> like, or, like, did I not know? Like, Oh, Patreon's canceled. Or that would be like that. if like, Russell's power, if he shoot, if he shot fired from his dick, he'd call him fire hose. Hey, and not fire fist. Fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the, uh, you can also rate and review the show on Apple podcast. Uh, you can tell your friends about it. All those things are very appreciated. Yeah. And you can add us on Twitter. I'm JG Greer. Uh, Gary is at Gary Ba. The podcast is at DOFC podcast. If you have questions for uh, Beast, Gambit, or maybe Cyclops, you can go to uh, mm-hmm. our curiouscat.me slash DOFC podcast, podcast. and ask us questions there and um, expect more content on that YouTube channel soon and watch the Twitter for when those pop up. Uh, thank I, you, everyone. Go ahead. I'm sitting on six. God damn Gambits. it. I recorded a fuck- big batch of them. You're fucking yeah. killing me, man. <laughs> I just haven't put them on. Well, I, it requires less dress up, uh, and I've just been doing them in batches. Yeah. So I have yeah. a bunch of them uh, to put up. I just haven't put them up yet. So, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, until next time, uh, have a good night. Later, Ralph. See you in two weeks.